Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here back uh, for another fun 14-game slate. Not my favorite 14-game slate. Hopefully, you guys had uh, a good baseball day yesterday. I played a little preseason NFL. Uh, it was fun for me. I enjoyed it. And uh, congrats to uh, our own Chris Jamino, who does our premium uh, product here at Roto Grinders. If you guys haven't signed up for it, I mean, Jamino won uh, just with first and second place alone. He won uh, 15K, and uh, I believe he had another one in the top 10. I mean, had a really good night. So if you guys haven't signed up for our Roto-Grinders premium, uh, uh, NFL product. It's in the marketplace. Jamino works on it. He's put so much work into it. I mean, an insane amount. I've helped him out with a little bit of it. And uh, you can just see how much effort he's putting into it. And it obviously paid off for him yesterday. It looked like it paid off for a bunch of other people too. I believe someone else won a lot of money on DraftKings. So if you guys haven't checked that out for preseason, we got some preseason contests today too. But uh, please guys, uh, go check that out. Give it a try. Uh, let's dive into the baseball content now though, because uh, it's, a, it's a 14-game slate, but it's not one of my favorite ones I've seen in a while, right? Uh, the pitch on it it seems like it's not the greatest but uh there's some guys but the matchups aren't the greatest so we'll just dive right in and talk about it though uh first game up we got the texas rangers and the new york yankees we got a nine total here with mike minor against mashiro tanaka and uh yeah my first lot of tanaka is i don't know if you guys watched uh the last time he pitched but he was furious when they pulled him really early uh when he let up a double but um yeah this is a game where i think the strikeout upside's there i think he's a good tournament option but it is a little scary in cash games uh yeah the total at three 3.57 is nice to see, right? That kind of makes you feel good. But th- this is a pretty lefty-heavy team that has a lot of good lefty hitters in a small ballpark, which is really good for the left-handed power. So I get a little bit of scare, a little scared there. And on top of that, Tanaka is a guy. He will give up a home run normally. Uh, he's normally a guy that, you know, one of them will at least get out on the park on him. So uh, these lefties have me a bit scared. Again, I do think Tanaka is a phenomenal tournament play, and I think the upside for like 10 strikeouts is totally there in this spot. Uh, but I do worry that uh, one of these guys could get a hold of it and uh yeah it's just that that left field porch is re- or that right field uh, fence is really short for those lefties and uh it just has me a little concerned but uh yeah if, if i'm a little concerned about that i maybe don't hate taking like a shinsu chu as like a one-off uh i wouldn't want to pay for odor but where i can get like these guys cheap uh like chu on fandle specifically uh just 3.4k is really a really nice price tag on him but also i hate attacking that yankees bullpen so uh maybe that's the only guy i look to he's also four or three on DraftKings. so they Maybe that's the only bad I want there, but Tanaka's a tournament play, and Chu is a guy that I'd take as maybe a tournament one-off, but not going too crazy with exposure on him. Now let's talk about we got Mike Miner on the opposite side, and we know that this is going to be a spot where Yankees bats are going to be one that we want to look to roster. Uh, Mike Miner, I don't think he's as bad as perceived uh, by people. 4.70 xFIP, the K percentage at 20.2%. Uh, the walk rate at 5.4% is definitely key. Him able to keep that down obviously uh, limits the damage enough where he's not walking guys on and giving up just a ton of three-run shots and grand slams. But the ISO has been a problem. 200 against lefties, 225 against righties, and then the 336 Woba against 
Fridays compared to the 278. Uh, he's definitely had some struggles, but uh, yeah, I think the Yankees bats is such a high potent offense. You know, it'll be 85 degrees. Uh, wouldn't be blowing in a little bit, but I'm okay with it, right? I'm still going to be loading up on Yankees bats. Uh, you know, Hicks, Stanton, Gregorius, Torres, Andujar. Again, I wouldn't be shocked if Minor limited the damage more than people would think, but I do think this Yankees offense is one that you're going to want to consider in cash games. If they are the number one team in tournaments, I could understand fading them because, again, I think Miner's a little better than other people think, and with him being able to, uh, you know, not walk as many batters, that leads to, you know, less big, uh, you know, big time uh, run games against him, right? Uh, sure, if they just keep, you know, letting up solo shots here and there, but uh, he does keep that walk rate down. It is worth noting. And if it, say it is the chalkier stack, I, I could understand if you wanted to move off him and look at look at another area. But in cash games, you have to love these Yankees uh, up and down throughout the lineup. Uh, they're all going to be phenomenal plays. And we might get like Luke Voigt in there as like a nice little bit of value that can help make things work. Uh, you know, all these guys have kind of gotten a little bit of a, of, of a lineup bump. And uh, don't, don't leave Stanton off. Uh, hot streaks are a thing with him, especially him. I don't know if you guys remember a couple years ago, but Stanton was, you know, at one point he was like two, he might have been like 2.2k on Fandle because he was just so bad for like that, like, I don't know if it was three years ago or two years ago, but he had a stretch where he just could not see the baseball. He's definitely a guy I believe is a very streaky hitter, and uh, he is crushing the ball right now, so make sure you get on him. Uh, next game, let's go to the Boston Red Sox. Baltimore Orioles is in nine total here with Nathan Ivaldi and Dylan Bundy. And uh, yeah, this Red Sox offense is one to like in almost any spot. And Dylan Bundy, he is definitely a good pitcher, right? Like I like Dylan Bundy. I'm a fan of him. He's obviously a good pitcher. But the problem I have with Dylan Bundy is uh, what do we kind of do with the spot, right? Uh, yeah, he has a K, K percentage of 25.1%. Exits at 4.33 and the walk rate at 7.2%. Those are pretty solid overall numbers. But he does struggle go a little bit with the ISO. I mean, both sides of the plates, he's given up over 200. His lefties is where he's really had a struggle with the Wobe at 372, which is very high for, uh, you know, going against these lefties here. Uh, you know, Devers, Moreland, uh, Benintendi, they're all really solid good lefties. And then, like, their best hitters are righties. And I, I just... Man, I really worry that the Red Sox are going to get a hold of Bundy, and I'm a Bundy fan. I think he's a good, solid pitcher that we can play as SP2 sometimes, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be tough to be really be playing Bundy on this slate. I get it on DraftKings. You can kind of talk yourself into it, I think, a little bit because he's 6.5K and just the upside at 6.5K, so in tournaments, if you really don't think the Red Sox are going to have a good game, I guess you could go for it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm more on the Red Sox side, and I think that they're going to be a really good stack on this slate. On the opposite side, I mean, I mean, Nathan Avaldi, I don't want to pay the price for him at 9.7K on DraftKings, 8.7K on FanDuel, and then Fantasy Drafties, 18.5K. I really don't want to pay that price, but look at the numbers. It's kind of appealing, and you see, you know, the Baltimore offense, it's not a good lineup. Uh, you know, VR, Beckham, Jones, Trumbo, Mancini, Nunez, like, who is scaring you? Chris Davis at the bottom? Not really. Avaldi's uh, been good this season, 3.89 XFIP, K percentage at 22.6%. One thing to love is a 3.3 percent walk rate one thing i like about seeing guys with low walk rates is i know they're not going to really have like terrible counts right like they're just going to make sure that they kind of get their uh get through their batters quick and i can at least get through uh you know six innings it seems like so uh avaldi if you have the money for him and you fall on him i don't hate it but he's not a guy i'm going out of my way and rostering and if i'm building 150 lineups i guess because of the state of this pitching slate i'm throwing him in there uh as one of my options but uh i don't know it just it feels like an expensive price tag to be paying for him today uh, let's talk about, uh, the next game. We got Tampa Bay Rays, Toronto Blue Jays, eight and a half total. We got Blake Snell and then Marco Estrada and, uh, Estrada is not a good pitcher. He is a guy that I want to be targeting a lot this season. I have been targeting him and it's worked out well. 
the Rays, I don't play them as much as uh, maybe some other people, but uh, I normally typically talk about these guys, these power bats, and Bowers and Crom. Those are the two I really look to, but I, I could see maybe stacking them up a little bit more on this slate, you know, throwing them in a Malik Smith, maybe keeping in like Wendell or Kiermaier or Duffy. Uh, I don't hate the Rays as much on this slate. I do think I'm going to get some more exposure to them. I like how they're on the road, too, as well. Hopefully that Rogers Center roof is open. If that's the case, that'll give them a little bit of a bump, too. And, uh, yeah, Lycan Bowers and Cron is my two favorite guys. Uh, again, probably going to definitely go for the mini stack on the Rays, but uh, I wouldn't hate if you stacked them up. It's just I think they're more... I think their lineup is just better fit for a mini stack, right? Throw Bowers in there, throw Cron, and then fit another Rays bat in there. But uh, like them here against Estrada, he is definitely someone that we we definitely want to be looking to target against this season. Uh, like I said, he's had his struggles. Uh, pulling up his numbers now, uh, 5.73 XFIP. Uh, that's just absolutely atrocious. Uh, yeah, it's just it's really, really bad for him this season. And he's really given up more against the righties. Uh, 354 Woba and a 239 ISO compared against lefties, 309 Uh 309 will by now 194 ISO. So if you make me pick one, uh, CJ Cron is going to be the guy that I think uh, hits one out. I'll go with him as my home run guy over Bowers, but I like both of them uh, in this spot. Let's talk about Blake Snell a little bit because, hey, uh, Blake Snell, he is a, you know, good pitcher. He's a guy that uh, probably the only Rays starting pitcher left there. And uh, he gets a Blue Jays offense that, you know, they are good at uh, hitting lefties. But I don't think Blake Snell is the lefty that I would want to be messing with. Uh, Blake Snell is a really good pitcher. Uh, He's had a pretty good season. He came back, pitched against the White Sox, uh, only went... 59 pitches uh so the pitch count's probably going to be a problem here i probably staying away at this price it would be someone that i kind of consider if uh, i knew he was going 100 pitches but that doesn't seem like it's the case the rays don't have a reason to trot him out there and go you know make him go 100 pitches they're not in some playoff race they're probably just going to ease him back to maybe 75 or 80 nothing crazy so uh, i'm going to stay away from blake snell and uh, i don't really think i need to be going with many of these blue jays bats uh if you want to go, it just doesn't seem like a good, like it's Blake Snell. Why, why are we targeting him? It makes no sense to. I get uh, liking what Grichik's been doing recently and Teoscar Hernandez. They've been hitting the ball well, but I just don't think it's too necessary on this slate and there's better plays to look to. Next game up, uh, we head over to Great American Small Park where the home runs can be hit a ton. And we got the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Cincinnati Reds. We got Clay Buckholz and Disco Stu Anthony Desclafani. Uh, nine and a half total here. I'm expecting a lot of runs to be scored. Uh, I love the Diamondbacks going into this uh, stadium uh, against Desclafani. This is definitely going to be a spot where I'm targeting up both sides of the plate, right? Uh, I think the one through eight is is pretty viable. Uh, these are guys I'm going to want to get my cash games. They have a five, uh, 4.93 total i'm assuming it'll get uh, above five by the end of the day i'm assuming people will be betting up this game because uh you know the diamondbacks against desclafani seems like a good spot uh 4.55 x fit for desclafani this year came percentage at 21.3 percent he's kept the walks at 7.6 percent uh he's definitely uh has some strikeout upside but i don't think this is going to be the lineup that he uh you know has that potential against uh the diamondbacks if you look against lefties uh they have good lefties right they have peralta they have uh you know escobar they got he's a switch hitter they also uh have you know the the scalso he's got some little pop in him he could be an interesting guy to throw in a stack john jay he's a lefty and if he did hit a home run right we don't expect john jay to hit home runs but if he did it'd be in this ballpark would be a good shot too so uh, i do think the lefties will give desclafani fits as you can look at the numbers 4.1 or 0.410 woba the isos at 400 i mean he is just getting crushed by lefties. Uh, he's kept the ISO down against righties at one one seventeen. Uh, what was at three fourteen? They do have some really good righties on this team though, in Pollock and Goldschmidt. Like I, 
I don't want to overlook those guys, but I really do think that playing these lefties is going to be important here. Uh, you know, Peralta is going to be a guy I definitely look doing cash games is a really strong play. Same with John Jay, where he's cheap. Uh, even Escobar, uh, he's a good play too. So, and Descalso, if you don't like the second base position on the day, I could totally get kind of going to cheat with him. So, uh, have to like the Diamondbacks in this spot. Uh, they are going to be a phenomenal play. Looking at the Cincinnati Reds now, and I don't know how Clay Buckholz is doing it. Uh, don't ask me, but 4.19 xFIP, uh, 21.9 K percentage, six percent uh, walk rate. I, I don't know what he's doing and making this work. I mean, I guess if you pull up the premium report section, you look at some of the recent trends and what he's doing in the last 30 days. I mean, the velocity hasn't really gone up a ton. Uh, you know, his fly ball rates up uh, 3.4%. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what I don't know how he's pulling it off. I really don't know. Um, it, it's a spot where I think Reds are definitely going to be in play. Uh, I think targeting these guys is definitely a fine option. Uh, you know, looking at guys like Vado, Jeanette, Suarez, that little heart of the order, I think they're all phenomenal plays in this spot. Uh, the Reds have a 4.51 implied total. They're not a team that people are going to look to too much, but I do think uh, maybe playing them as a little bit of a uh, mini stack is not a bad idea. If you want to stack them up too, I wouldn't hate it, but uh, I am expecting Clay Wilkholz to regress here at some point, but uh, he's definitely had a good season so far. Don't know how he's pulled it off. Uh, there are a couple of magicians in the MLB, and I don't know if he's joined that club, but uh, he's definitely finding a way to get it done uh let's go to the next game that's obviously a game though nine and a half total in that ballpark you definitely want to get some exposure to uh let's talk about the minnesota twins the detroit tigers is in nine total with Irvin santana against jordan zimmerman and uh this is a spot where i really like the twins and i think i like them a little more than other people are going to like them uh against zimmerman here in this spot uh you know zimmerman he's pitched pretty well this season though with a 4.12 xfip a 22.5 k percentage and a five percent walk rate but uh you know i'm kind of more of a uh, believer that he's gonna uh, you know kind of fall off here you know he's getting hit hard 37% uh, against righties 32.4 against lefties he ha- he also gives up a ton of fly balls uh, you know fly ball rate is at 42% against lefties against righties it's 47.2% uh, definitely expecting him to you know have some regression coming with uh, you know some of the numbers you look at I just do think that Jordan Zimmerman is going to get hit a little bit harder here so uh, I'm looking at the lefties too right I'm looking at Eddie Rosario uh, Polanco Kepler I like Sano a lot too in this spot uh, Sano has definitely been turning around a little. I want to make sure I'm on him. Uh, this Twins lineup is not the greatest lineup, uh, but I definitely am going to look to get some exposure to him. Also, like Logan Morrison, too. Uh, hopefully, he's not buried too much in the lineup. But if he is, I mean, no one will play him then, and I'll be getting him in a stack. Uh, I do think that this Twins stack is an interesting team to look at. Uh, you know, total's kind of been uh, trending upward. Started at, like, 4.3, and now it's at 4.6. They, uh, you know, people are betting on this game. Uh, I do think that this is going to be a spot where the Twins are going to be an offense that we want to get some exposure to. On the opposite side, Urban Santana, I, I mean, I don't know. The not, sample is very small on him, but he is a guy that we want to target. Uh, the question is, what bats do you really like on the Tigers? Uh, I guess I'll take Cal- Candelario as an interesting option. Castellanos is fine. Um it's just tough. I really don't know. I don't want to go with too many bats on the Tigers because the Tigers are not the greatest team, and I prefer them when they're more so against a lefty uh, rather than a righty. Righties uh, just find a way to get it done against them. Um, yeah, so I don't want to go too crazy. I may look at some of the power guys and like Castellanos and Candelario. Uh, maybe I'd throw one more on there. I don't know. It'd probably be Goodrum, I guess, is the, the last guy I'd throw in there. But uh, I'm kind of thinking this is an interesting game to game stack and like pay up at pitcher for if you're really uh, looking to do a game stack 
stack on the slate. I kind of like the idea of game stacking this one up and putting in Garrett Cole, and maybe you can get even a, more, a really expensive pitcher as well with him at an SB2. On FanDuel, maybe you can go Cole and then just go uh, both sides. Let's see the prices on these guys. On, on FanDuel, I mean the Twins, like 2.6K is the most you have to spend on a bat. Or actually, no, sorry, it's 3K for a Rosario. And then uh, on the Tiger side, the most you have to pay is 3.1K. So you can obviously stack that up with Garrett Cole. I think it's a good game stack option. So uh, check that out. Try and make that work if you're looking for a game stack. On the uh, DraftKings side of the ball, uh, what do we get here? Uh, 3.8K is the most you have to pay for a Tiger's bat. Or actually, sorry, 39 for Castellano. So then on the Twins, the most you have to pay is 4.4K. 4.4k for Rosario and then 4.1 for Sano. The rest of the guys are in the 3k range. Uh, definitely you can make it work by going to Cole and game stacking this one up. So uh, like that one more than probably most do. I uh, think it's a game you definitely want to get some exposure to on uh, the slate in your cash games and in your tournaments. Next game up, New York Mets, Miami Marlins, 7.5 total with Zach Wheeler against uh, Jose Urena. And if you have the money for Wheeler, I think he's a really good play. I think he's someone you want to roster. Uh, just the question is, do you have the price, uh, you know, do you have the money to spend on him? Uh, I'd rather pay up for Garrett Cole, so that's the kind of the route I'm going, and I'm just going to kind of miss more so on Wheeler. I guess if you look at the difference on DraftKings, like 12.5K and 10.1, if that you know, that $2,400 is a big difference for you. I get it. But uh, for me, I'd rather just find the money up to Cole. Uh, on Fantasy Draft, Cole is 23.9K and then Wheeler is 19.5K. So there's a little bit more of a difference there. But either way, I still want Garrett Cole more. Uh, but it is a great spot for your, for uh, Wheeler. He has uh, pitched a lot better recently. Uh, I kind of think it's going to continue to, you know, he's going to continue to improve throughout the season. Uh, he's a guy that I do think buying in on was a good idea. And I bought on him a little bit. And I'm going to keep buying in on him. Uh, it's just three. 3.69 run total for the Marlins is obviously appealing to, uh, and that lineup is not that great of a lineup. I am scared of Justin Borright. That's the one bet I'm a little worried about, but I do think Wheeler can navigate around him and do a good job. Looking at Urena, you know, it is uh, a little surprising to see the Mets with a 3.81 total. I know the Mets are not a good offense, but, uh, you know, Urena, I don't know. He's not the, he's kind of a He's not the best pitcher, but he's not the worst pitcher, I guess you could say. That's kind of, I guess, the best way to sub, sum up Urena. If you look at the numbers, 4.41 XFIP, uh, 19.5 K percentage, walk rate at 7%. Uh, he's had his issues this season against the lefties. Uh, 192 ISO, 347 Woba, and the lefties on the Mets are normally the ones I look to. Uh, I look to like a guy like McNeil, a Conforto, and a Nemo, and that's kind of how simple I'll keep it. Uh, don't really need to throw in too many of the righties with them. If you wanted to throw in like a Flores or Todd Frazier to stack it up, I, I get it or a rosario at the top sure you can do that but uh i'm mainly looking at the lefties and more so if you want to say you're playing 150 lineups you like getting exposure to the mets i would just mini stack it but it's not one of the better offenses on the day and it's one of my uh, one offense i'm not really trying to get too much exposure to uh, like i said uh if i mini stacked it you go that route but i like other mini stacks instead like like i like the race mini stack way more and there's other ones on this slate you should rather play so this is more of a game for pitching and uh, vegas agrees 7.5 implied total too on this game Next game up, Milwaukee Brewers, Atlanta Braves, eight and a half total with Freddie Peralta against Kevin Gaussman. And uh, yeah, it's it's tough because I like Gaussman and I want to buy in on him. And if you look at his price on DraftKings, six eight is so appealing. And I think it's a really good tournament play. But this Brewers offense is a lot better. Uh, I am scared to attack it a little bit, but I do think at that price there is uh, there is a lot of upside, right? The ceiling is there at six point eight k. So I don't want to overlook that. On fantasy draft, you can get Gaussman at thirteen point nine k, and then FanDuel at 
at 6.4. Like I said, the ceiling is definitely there against the Brewers, but that Brewers offense is a lot better, and I'm definitely scared uh, to go up against it. So uh, I'm not trying to do it in cash games, but I do think it is someone that you can consider. Uh, you know, getting get, giving a strong look on this slate. Uh, on the opposite side, Freddie Peralta. He's a really talented pitcher. Uh, I don't really like targeting the Braves too much. Uh, I do think there is some strikeout upside with him, but uh, the price is kind of tough for me. 9.2K on DraftKings, Fantasy Draft 8K, and then FanDuel 8K. I just think I'd rather kind of take my shot on the opposite side with Gaussman and the K upside that he could have for like $2,000 cheaper. So that's kind of how I feel. Uh, don't really like too much of the bats in this game. I guess you could talk me into like, Mustakis or a Travis Shaw, just those power lefties or an Eric Thames against a Gaussman, they could obviously get a hold of one against. Or on the opposite side, maybe go with like a Freddie Freeman. But it's not a game that I'm really playing uh, too much offense in. Uh, more so kind of just taking a shot on uh, a guy like Gaussman in tournaments, and that's about it. Next game up, we got the uh, Seattle Mariners, the Houston Astros, 7.5 total here with Mike Leake against Garrett Cole. And uh, this game is pretty simple for me. Uh, I do know that Carlos Correa is back, but I don't think I'll be rostering him too much against, uh, you know, um, against Mike Leake. And I do like this Astros offense. It's starting to look a little better. They have obviously dealing with some injuries, but uh, it's the Garrett Cole show for me. Uh, I'm going to be all over him. He is my favorite option in this game. I'm not playing any Seattle bats. Uh, like I said, I know that Astros lineup has improved. They only have a 4.45 implied total. And I don't know, Mike Leake, I, yeah, he's a guy we can target against. Maybe like we can get these guys at cheap prices, like a Josh Reddick, I guess, on FanDuel's 2.7K. But I don't know. There's not too many appealing prices. For me, it's just Garrett Cole. Like, He's just a phenomenal play in this spot. Uh, sure, the Mariners scare us a little bit because they, you know, have a pretty good lineup. On top of that, uh, they don't strike out as much as you, you know, you'd want it to in this matchup. It's obviously not the easiest matchup on the board, but Garrett Cole is the best raw points play on the slate. Uh, I will be getting exposure him. I think you should too. You know, when you can fit him in your lineup, go for it. If you if you if you, if you prefer the bats more, uh, I get. If you don't want to play Cole, it doesn't. It's not like this spot for Cole where you feel like you can't miss. Uh, I do think prioritizing the bats in your tournaments makes more sense, but. In cash games, I'm most likely prioritizing Garrett Cole. Getting some exposure to him is a good idea, too, on the slate if you're playing a lot of lineups. So don't miss out on Garrett Cole. But I do think in tournaments, the way this slate will probably end up being won is by the bat. So you'll just kind of have to get creative with your your uh, cheaper pitchers. And uh, the cheap pitchers on the slate, they're not the greatest. So uh, it's definitely going to be tough to work with. But like Garrett Cole a lot, he's my favorite play in this game and probably my only play in this game. Next game up, Cleveland Indians, Chicago White Sox. We got Shane Bieber against Carlos Rodon. And uh, we'll just talk about Rodon a little bit first. He's going up against the Indians. Uh, I don't like Rodon in this spot. Vegas has the Indians at a 4.85 implied total. They kind of agree. But I do like how their total is below 5, right? Uh, there's these other totals that are going to be a little bit higher. Maybe people see the Indians on the road and they say, I don't want to play them. But man, this is just a phenomenal ballpark. Uh, it's in Chicago. It's a really good hitters park. I do think that we should look to really target Radon here more. Uh, I'm someone that's normally in the camp of when the Cleveland Indians are on the road, uh, I just don't really target them too much because, hey, uh, they've struggled on the road. I just can't explain it, and I figured I'd just follow the trend, and it's worked out. But uh, if you look, you know, Radon's numbers, 5.25 XFIP, uh, walk rate at 9.9%. Uh, the ISO is not where you want it to be at 146 or 132, but uh, you know Radon is struggling a little bit this season. I do think he's a guy that you know we can take advantage of. Uh, he's, hasn't had. He, I feel like the plate appearances aren't high enough yet to love it, but I guess he gets right. He's 206 is a good amount of plate appearances. Uh, you know the numbers again. They look a little better than uh, I was expecting, at least from the ISO and Woba perspective. But uh, Radon has struggled this season, and I want to make sure to attack him. And this is a really good Cleveland Indian. 
Indians offense, right? Uh, and I really do think people are going to see that 4.85 five implied total. They're going to go to other offenses, right? They're going to go to the Red Sox. They're going to go to the Yankees. I just think they're going to go overlooked uh, in this ballpark too. Chicago's like a top five hitter spark. Uh, you have to like, you know, really loading up on this uh, Cleveland Indians offense. So I'm going to make sure to do it. And also the White Sox don't have a great bullpen as well. Uh, this is one of my be- one of my more favorite stacks. I just don't think people will be on on this slate. So load up on the Indians stack. Uh, let's talk about Bieber now a little bit. And, uh, you know, I think this is a spot where, yeah, the White Sox offense has gotten better. Uh, you know, Polk is the guy I'm scared of in that lineup. Moncada obviously worries me. This team has gotten a lot better. But Bieber, you know, he's got pretty good numbers this season. 3.84 XFIP, 23.5K percentage, walk rate at 4.5%. Uh, he's had a pretty overall solid season. Uh, you know, plate appearances so far against lefties, 133 against righties, 114. I would wish I had a little more plate appearances. But, uh, you know, this is what we're working with here. And I do think that... He's a guy, again, against righties, has kept the ISO down. The Woba's down, too. It's just the lefties have given him fits, and we know what the White Sox are, right? They're a team that struggles against righties a ton. Uh, they can't get as lefty heavy. I know they're getting better at that now that the more healthy they're getting. Looks like they're going to have Moncada, Sanchez, Palka, Narvaez, and Delmonico. That's like five lefties there. So uh, can obviously give a little bit of fits uh, than you'd expect from the start of the season, but I do think Bieber's a guy that is worth taking a shot on in tournaments. Just the question is, do you want to pay that price? Do you want to pay 8-3 on DraftKings? Do you want to pay 15.9K on Fantasy Draft or 7.8K on, uh, you know, FanDuel? I think it's worth it. I think it's worth taking a shot on. Uh, it's obviously not going to be the most comfortable play on the board, but there's not that many comfortable pitchers, in my opinion, on this slate. So overall, I think, uh, again, a little bit of exposure to Bieber is a good idea. Not a cash game play, but more of a tournament play. Love that Indians offense. Want to load up on them. And then uh, White Sox, I guess if you want to take a lefty here and there, like a David, uh, Daniel Polka, uh, sure, I wouldn't hate that, but not going too crazy with the White Sox. Next game up, we got the St. Louis Cardinals, Kansas City Royals, nine total here with Austin Gomber against Birch Smith. And again, nine total, uh, expecting some runs to be scored here uh, by Vegas. Uh, Gomber is a guy I'm not really going to target too much, not because I like him, but it's because I just don't like the Royals offense that much. I guess if you want a Salvador Perez as your catcher, that's fine. Go with that route because uh, it's a lefty and Salvador Perez is a good hitter, but uh, that's kind of it for me. Not going too crazy there. Uh, Birch Smith, though, I think we can target him with Matt Carpenter, who's been crushing the ball. If you have the money, Matt Carpenter definitely gets some exposure. Uh, like buying on Jose Martinez's cheap price tag where he's cheap, uh, definitely gets some exposure to him. And I like Ozuna a little. He's been hitting the ball better, but not going crazy with Cardinals. I see the implied total at 4.89. Uh, it seems like it's a total you want to really attack, but I just think there's better offensive spots, mainly just looking at Carpenter, Martinez, and Ozuna. And then on the opposite side, looking at Salvador Perez and no interest in the pitchers here in this game. Next game up, Los Angeles Dodgers, Colorado Rockies, 10.5 total, and it's a Coors game with uh, Kenta Maeda against John Gray. Uh, You know, have to obviously like the Dodgers offense here. I mean, this is such a high potent offense. I am a big, you know, John Gray fan and a John Gray believer. I think he's a guy that, uh, you know, I believe in all those advanced statistics and numbers with him, but he's a guy that can blow up at times. He's definitely proven that. And this is an offense that could blow him up. Uh, I am scared of this Dodgers offense. Uh, Vegas is kind of thinking, you know, 5.33 implied total. I think they're, I don't know. I think they're buying in on Gray more than, uh, I think they're buying in on Gray more than uh, you would think. Uh, you know, with this just offense in general, they should have a higher total, I feel like, than a 5.33 in cores. Uh, but they like John Gray. I feel like Vegas is really liking John Gray in this spot more so. So maybe, uh, maybe you don't want to buy in as 
buy in on the Dodgers as much as you think, but I do think this offense is too good to pass up on. I'm going to make sure to get some Dodgers exposure. I'm not going to load up on them like it's a gas can on the slate, but I do think, well, you know, where you can get guys cheap. Like Jock Peterson at 3-4 on FanDuel is a little cheap. Uh, you know, Brian Dozier 3-8, that's a pretty nice price. Bellinger 3-6, that's not a bad price tag. Uh, looking at those guys is definitely what I'm kind of uh, keying in on. Looking on DraftKings now, the price is there. I mean, most of the guys are kind of expensive. It's tough to really get those guys in. So uh, I don't know. Maybe Coors goes a little overlooked because of these prices on this slate. I could be wrong, but on DraftKings, it's just uh, those are really expensive price tags on them. And you look at Fantasy Draft, uh, yeah, I mean, you're paying a pretty penny for all these guys. I'm not paying 9-7 for Jock Peterson on uh, Fantasy Draft when I could pay 9-7 for uh, Machado instead. So definitely make sure to get exposure to Machado. He's probably one of my favorite plays uh, on Fantasy Draft. As long, as a long uh, tongue twister, uh, as well as uh, Justin Turner for 8.2K. Uh, like Justin Turner, too, as well. So uh, overall, Dodger side of the ball, I like it. It's just tough. Like John Gray, if he's going to blow up, he's going to blow up bad or he's going to pitch a really good game. So if you're playing Dodgers, you just either stack them up or you don't play them. I think that's the best way to do it or in cash games, you know, just kind of pick your spots uh, because they're kind of expensive. Uh, Kenta Maeda, he is a guy that can struggle too, but he's a pretty talented pitcher. He's not a guy that I'm looking to, you know, go out of my way and target despite it being in cores. Uh, this is a 5.17 in, uh, total for the Rockies. Uh, you know, against Maeda though, I want to look at the lefties. I want to look at a guy like Blackman, or Carlos Gonzalez, uh, David Dahl. That's kind of it. I mean, sure, Arenado and Story are good plays, but uh, I talk about this a lot. Like, Arenado and Story, they're really expensive. Do I want to spend my money on Arenado and Story? Do I want to spend them in other spots on just other guys? Like, I'd rather spend my money on Giancarlo Stanton. I'd rather spend it on a Mookie Betts. Like, I know they're not at the same position, but they're similar price tags, and I'd rather just spend on those guys instead. I'll find my money to spend up uh, elsewhere where I like the spots more. So, not going to waste my money on that. Uh, if you want to take the couple guys as one-offs, though, uh, as those lefties, I don't hate going that route. Next game up, Oakland A's, Los Angeles Angels, 8.5 total here with Brett Anderson against Felix Pena. This is a game that, like, on paper is not the most appealing game, but I do think that, uh, you know, Brett Anderson is a guy I definitely want to target up a little bit. Uh, you know, my... Mike Trout, if he's going to be back in the lineup, of course, I'd love to play him and pay up for him. Uh, he would obviously be someone to uh, to consider uh, on the slate. We have him in the projected lineup, so I'm assuming he's going to play here. Uh, looking at the numbers on uh, Brett Anderson, uh, 4.8 uh, xFIP, the K percentage 11.4%. When you see that low of a K percentage, you know a guy is not really getting many swings and misses. Uh, 6% walk rate, but uh, definitely had his struggles. 373, uh, you know, Woba against both sides of the plate. Uh, ISO against righties is at 220. I really do think, you know, if you can have the money from Mike Trout spend on him definitely a good idea but Justin Upton is one of my favorite plays in this game I talked about how he's been crushing the ball I do think Upton is going to be one guy that I absolutely get some exposure to look at his price tag around the industry he was cheap the other day I'm assuming he's still cheap 3-3 on FanDuel really nice price DraftKings we get him at 4-3 still a pretty good price tag on him and fantasy draft 8-1 uh like me some Justin Upton on this slate uh don't sleep on Otani uh lefty lefty who cares right it's Otani he's a pretty good hitter uh if you're stacking up the Angels uh you know they don't even have like the higher implied total on the slate but i do think the angels are the better team in this game and i think they're gonna win this one so uh yeah give me the uh angels uh offense i like them a little bit here is a interesting stack that just people won't be on you don't have to get too much uh percentage of them to really uh play them uh you know to be overweight on the field uh, on the Angels. So I like them here in this spot. On the upside, Felix Pena will be out there. And uh, Felix Pena, he's a guy that definitely, uh, you know, looking at the numbers, he's more of a guy that 
you know, you don't want to roster too much, but uh, he can have some strikeout upside. Uh, 4.11 uh, XFIP, which is nice to see. The K percentage at 21.3% against an A's team that can strike out a little bit. But the walk rate is concerning. 10.1%. Uh, obviously not like this super safe pitcher. Uh, you know, on top of that, against lefties, Woba a 371, uh, ISO of 197. Getting hit hard too, 38% of the time against, or 38% against lefties, 43.9% uh, against righties. Obviously, there are some uh, red flags here with Pena. Uh, so if you want to play some of these A's, I don't hate it, but uh, you know, it's, I'm mainly looking at like a Matt Olson or a Jed Lowry. Those are kind of the guys I'm looking at, or a Martini at the top. Uh, but they, they can strike out a little bit. If you want to take a shot on Pena in tournaments at uh, 5.5K, I wouldn't hate it, but understand the risk there against the A's. Uh, that is definitely concerning. It is uh, also 84 degrees out there on the West Coast, wind blowing out nine miles an hour, so it should play a little more, uh, a little more fair to hitters than it normally does out there on the West Coast. Next game up, Philadelphia Phillies, San Diego Padres, eight and a half total with Zach Eflin against uh, Jacob Nix, Stevie Nix's cousin. Uh, you know, we got this game is one that I'm kind of crossing off. I don't really want to target too much. It's like I see Eflin on the opposite on, on the on the mound, and then on the upside, I look at the Padres, and it's like I just don't know what to do here. Eflin is a guy definitely due for some regression. He's pitched a lot better this season he's a guy that i guess you could talk yourself into when you look at the numbers a little uh you know pulling him up now 4.21 xfip 22.5 k percentage of the walk rate at 5.2 percent and you see the padres and you kind of say to yourself well i'm not really scared of the uh, righties uh and the lefties it's just like those lefties are not like that great so uh sure he's had his struggles against lefties uh eflin 339 woba and a 245 iso those are some really uh bad numbers to uh, be giving up against lefties and you look at the lefties on the uh Padres side of the ball it's Hosmer it's uh you know Galvis Spangenberg those are lefties that not really be too scared of so I guess you could take a shot on Eflin at 8.5k though and 15.9k on fantasy draft and then uh you know DraftKings he's 8.5k FanDuel is 8.5k it's just I don't know I just don't really want to pay that price on him so uh I get it. You could take a shot on it because, hey, you make the argument like you made with Bieber, right? Uh, you know, it's righties against the White Sox. It's a righty against the Padres. Also a better pitcher's park for him. So you can obviously take a shot on it, but uh, I don't know. I'm a little scared to do it. Uh, I just think there, there's. I'd rather pay cheaper for pitchers and take some shots on those guys while I can fit in some better bats. That's kind of what I'm thinking in tournaments. Rather just go a little bit cheaper for a, a Pena or a Gaussman and just just kind of hope and pray. Uh, and it gets me better bats too. Those bats could obviously put me over the top and maybe like a two home run game. So uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking here. And then uh, Nick's on the opposite side against the Phillies. Sure, I see a righty here, but uh, I'm not going with Nick's here in this spot. Uh, Vegas agrees to 4.55 implied total for the Phillies. Uh, just a spot where I don't want to play too many Phillies and uh, don't really want to play much of Nick's. So uh, kind of staying away from this game overall. Next game up, uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, San Francisco Giants, eight total here with Clay Holmes against Derek Holland, and uh, kind of similar game. I just don't really have too much uh, interest in it. Uh, I just don't don't think it's a game that I really want to load up on. I guess you could talk yourself into Derek Holland a little. Uh, you know, he's pitched a pretty solid season, uh, better than I thought, and like I have not been on Derek Holland that much this season, uh, but he has been better. Uh, 4.2, 4.28 uh, xFIP. Uh, the walk rate at 8.7 is not what you want to see, but he's got a 24.2 K percentage. The Ks are there, so uh, it might be worth taking a shot, especially in this ballpark too. Uh, definitely a big ballpark downgrade for this uh, Pirates offense. They might get a little righty heavy though, which is my concern against Holland. Uh, 345 Woba, 226 ISO. I think it's worth looking at that. Pirate 
Pirates lineup before it goes out there. And I do think they can get pretty righty heavy where it could uh, be a little bit of problems for Holland. So uh, I do think it's worth obviously uh, looking at Holland and maybe giving it a shot because there could be some K upside. It's an ugly pitching slate. But again, uh, why am I paying for some of these SP uh, twos? Uh, that are kind of more pricier when I could just go down and get some bats in there. That's kind of what I'm thinking overall on this slate. So to kind of sum up the slate overall, love Garrett Cole. He's a guy I'm paying up for. I do think there's some other good guys that you can pay up for, but they uh, seem a little overpriced. Like uh, Nathan Avaldi was one of them. Kind of talked about how he's a little feels a little overpriced. Same with Wheeler. Uh, sure, he's a good guy. He's a good option, but it is expensive for Wheeler, right? Uh, it's more than I've spent, but I do think it's a good spot for him. That kind of sums up uh, the next tier of pitching. And then uh, talk about the. I guess we'll talk about like the 8K pitching range. Kind of like these guys like Derek Holland. Sure, there's opportunity for, the, for them to have good games. I get it. But uh, I do think it's riskier spots for some of these guys. And I'd rather just go all the way down, right? Looking at some Galsmans and some Penas. Uh, those those cheaper SP2s are guys I want to take more shots on, I think, instead. Because I just like the, uh, you know, like the bats way more on this slate. And speaking of the bats, let's kind of move on and talk about favorite stacks of the day. It's obvious the Yankee stack, the Red Sox stack, obviously have to like them on this slate. Just a uh, really good place. Uh, Coors game, of course, you know the Coors game is on the slate, obviously, when you want to get exposure to as well. But I do like the Indians a little bit. I think that's a team that I want to uh, get some exposure to uh, that maybe might go a little uh, a little overlooked because of all these other offenses. I think those uh, four I talked about before, they're going to be the ones that people really look to you know, load up on. But I think the Indians could get a little overlooked. After that, I like the Diamondbacks. Uh, I do think they're one that get a nice little ballpark upgrade. So that obviously plays in there favor and you're looking at these ones that people just aren't really going to talk about i think the twins is one of them that you can definitely look to uh you know get some exposure to like that twins offense a little bit here for cheap and uh yeah i guess that'll be my uh my sneakier stack of the day I, the one thing i like about the twins is they're just super cheap too i always like to look for that like cheap stack that you can make work with your top end pitching and uh, that's the one i like the most there but uh yeah overall uh it's definitely gonna be a fun slate 14 game slate don't worry about ownership too much guys should be a good uh should be a good time should be a fun Friday night. And don't forget about NFL preseason, guys. If you haven't checked it out, uh, it's only a two-game slate tonight, but uh, we have, still have three more weeks of preseason. Check out in the marketplace our uh, NFL product that we have out there. Christian Wino does a phenomenal job with it, and uh, you know he won a lot of money. Hopefully, he can win you some money in the upcoming weeks, or maybe even tonight. So I'm going to get on out of here. Thanks a lot for joining me, guys. Uh, good luck in your contest tonight, and I am out. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock, like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt Max Brushless Power Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.